Grand Rising. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you are listening to this podcast. I'd like to say welcome. This is Thoughts of a Black Girl. So I decided I like my podcast episodes so much better without the music in the background. Now, sometimes the music in the background is decent, you know, but a lot of times for me, Recording my podcast episodes the way that I record them, even outside of the studio, for a short period of time, I was um, investing in studio time with Thoughts of a Black Girl. Um, Based on the results, I decided that, you know, I get the most from my investment doing my podcast the way I've been doing it for the last couple years, just you know, recording from home or from a park or wherever, you know, I am and allowing that background to penetrate into my segments and, um, and then sometimes just recording from my phone and video recording from my phone. I mean, I know it's not, um, you know, all fancy, but the message is just as pertinent the message is still the same you know it doesn't change the studio doesn't change now some of the formatting that we did when I was in the studio was different but um ultimately when y'all hear me record you're hearing first thing in the morning the sun is literally just rising we're if you're listening to this on Thursday, the day that it is recorded, then you you also know that we're having a ring of fire, a uh, solar eclipse, right? Um, where, you know, and I don't know, annular, an annular solar eclipse, right? And for some reason, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to go too astrological here on this pl- particular platform, but for some reason, every May and June, for me, I mean, there are different seasons throughout the years. Astrologically, uh, all kind of things going on all the time. Some things don't even occur. Like, I believe what some um, something that's occurring right now, and I can't think of, because there's so much that goes on, that hasn't occurred in the last 17, 18 years. Um, and... Those are just things to pay attention to when you when there are cycles, especially astrologically, that um, things that occur that hasn't occurred in over a decade or over two decades or sometimes over hundreds and hundreds of years or thousands and thousands of years. Pay attention to possibly your environment. Um, what's going on around, like, of course, environment, what's going on around you, how people are interacting with you, how you're feeling internally. Just pay attention to those things because ultimately, ultimately, we're humans. We're small pieces in a huge, huge universe, galaxy, right? And there's several, if you, you know, if you believe that. I, I definitely do. And... um so we're just so minute and so small. And so the power, you know, how the how consuming the ocean is or consuming the looking into the stars and the solar system or looking into the uh, space is, right? We have no true power. We have no true control in that. And when tides rise and moon phases come and go, we have no control in what's happening in the ozone layer or in the atmosphere once those things occur. All we do is have to allow those gravitational pulls and things to flow through us and go through us and and, or go through the atmosphere. And it's just better to be cognitive and be more um, in tuned and educated on what's possibly happening. Keep you above or ahead of even your emotional your your emotional states if um i just believe astrologically a lot of things are tied into our emotional states and um seasons that we have in our lives so um pay attention to those things right um i guess i'm on that today more so because there is a solar eclipse today and i i've actually been on that nasa nasa <laughs> nasa.com uh or 
for, um, I don't know if it's .com or .org or .gov, actually. I just go on NASA's site. And um, anytime there's a astrological event or a solar eclipse or something, I go on to their site and kind of watch different things live. Um, I like the live radars. I like a lot of the live uh, views from sal satellite views. Now, I won't get too conspiracy. It does seem like, yeah, it's possible for it to be just, you know, made up what they sh they allow us to view. But I don't believe so. A lot of times I believe that we are getting the real deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, it is greatly possible for certain things to be finessed. But I don't really think like that too much um, when it comes to um, getting uh, glimpses of what other scientists and different different things have uh, used for our viewing purposes. Whether it's like you know recorded through their telescope or recorded on a phone or recorded from a satellite in space, right? So. To each his own on how you know believe and if you're into that but there's some of the things that are going on right now um also just really wanting to come to you all talking about a new beginning right um my book that is coming out uh, i have two coming out and victoria's testimony volume two look walking forward looking back in the back of that particular um, volume, there is a small self-help new beginning routine journal and um, like some affirmations and some things like that. And I believe I've mentioned what I have added to the book um, in different in a uh, past segment, I can't pinpoint exactly which one it was uh, that I did mention this in, but I did mention in a previous segment that I was adding a new beginning routine to my book, right? And so, sorry, I had to yawn a little. Um, so in this new beginning routine, I'm realizing, right, I'm realizing that that I ent I added that to my book as something to help my my readers, but it also had helped me and continues to help me realize how to start over gracefully, right? A lot of times we don't like that start over. We don't like to start over, right? Um we don't I I appreciate new beginnings, right? I don't appreciate like someone saying like, okay, well, some you got to start from the bottom or you got to walk before you crawl when I've already been through a whole lot of things in my life. So when someone says those type of sayings to me, I used to get defensive and be like, what do you mean? I've been walking or been crawling or I've been at the bottom. I've already been, you know, like, yeah, like when they tell me things when I'm having, if I had to start over or start from scratch or whatever in my life, uh, they, people would say things as if I hadn't already experienced being at the bottom or I hadn't already experienced crawling so now I'm at a point where if I'm having a new beginning, right, I'm, I'm, and I surely am like, you know, um, everything that has happened in this year, 2021 has been new for me there. Um, I'm in new cycles. I'm creating a new future. I'm, I'm cultivating a new lifestyle. Everything is new for me. So, but at the same time, I would not ever consider this new beginning a starting from the bottom and now I'm here type or starting from, I don't look at it like that. Um, I look at this particular new beginning as opportunity, a new opportunity, an um, uncharted territory, a, um, a path or a, a point in my journey that I have yet 
to explore um, based on where I'm at um, mentally, physically, um, where I'm at in my age, right? All of these things are transitioning and new for me. So I don't look at it like crawling or anything. I, I look at this, the newness in my life where I'm at as the opportunity to do things from a higher perspective, an opportunity to go down a path or go towards and walk in on a path because I want to say down because I don't want to look at it like it's going down, but just basically walking on a path leading me to greater and I have no idea exactly what everything is going to look like because I've not done this before, right? And uh, when I look back over the the uh, the time of my life, is there are a lot of times that I'm going down unfamiliar paths. But when I'm looking at over my life, I'm seeing a lot of cycles repeated or a lot of things that I did not realize because I was just living and not living with intention, but living with just the focus of a particular goal to hit. So I have a goal for this particular age. Like that's how I always functioned. I had, I had always written my goals down and time frames to to so like anyone right like how anyone would say goals are supposed to be given goals you got short term long term right you have monthly goals you should have weekly goals daily goals right then you should have the broader aspect of goals that that what you want to accomplish that year what you want to accomplish over the next four uh five to ten years right what you what you see the trajectory of your life going overall right and as you go through these particular um, like, well, for me, I used to put my age down. Like, so by 28, this is going to be accomplished by 30. This is going to be accomplished by so, and so far everything had gone accordingly, but not to the age, not to the T right. But overall, so overall, the trajectory has always been up like and that's good if you look at your life and your overall the trajectory of your life has should been have soared up because as you grow, as you age, as you go through things, you advance, you know, or supposed to advance. Right. Unless, you know, something happens and it sets you back or, you know, um, unforeseen circumstances, of course, um, can always change a lot uh, your trajectory in life as well. But for me, it's like, where, what goals do I have for for now? So I stopped writing my year, like I spoke with um, first lady of a church I was going to, New Life Worship Center. I had a counseling or just meeting with her and she seen my goals at that time. And she said, that's one of, she mentioned, and I believe I might've said it this in a previous segment, but maybe not. She mentioned that's where your problem is. You have associated your worth, your value to accomplishing certain things by a certain age. So you feel like if you haven't reached this particular point at this particular age, then you have not come up or you have not accomplished the things that you want to accomplish or it does something to who you are or how you feel about yourself because you did not meet or did not do this particular thing correlated to the age that you written down and she told me and I and I'm repeating that even years later after even that conversation that conversation stuck out to me because it made me realize when she said take your take the age off of it take taking having these particular points i have to have this accomplished by 35 this has to be done no matter what take that off take those stipulations off remove the age stipulation of when you accomplish write down your overall what you want to accomplish write down your goals write down what you want to do nothing's wrong with that right have your goals 
have things set, but take away your time frame of having to have this done by a certain age, having to have this done by a certain time, because ultimately the intent on God in our lives or in how we look at things is for us to enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey, right? Yeah, there's overall things we want to accomplish in life, right? But as long as it's our his will and not our will, right? As long as we are correlating our lives in the way that we 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 can, we can correlate where the you know, we can correlate our lives in the way that they should go or the way that we view that it should go, but we can't dictate exactly how, when things are going to occur for the most part. Now, we can have the goals, we can have the ambitions, we can have the dreams, we can f- go after those. But to put um time stamps and all that that makes the, that puts the pressure unreal sometimes unrealistic pressure on you when the purpose is to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey, right? Enjoy the now enjoy the moment that you're in yes you have a overall goal or overall life goals right overall life accomplishments overall things i like i foresee i want to have established before i leave this earth so that my children and their legacy and or and well my legacy right through my children and their children and can just live on live on and i want to be as more prepared for the for the future for the le- you know bu- in building the legacy so that the struggle and the different things that I had to go through based on being in the world living in and coming into the world and it seeming like it was unprepared or my parents or whatever I had been born into was unprepared for me Right. So now I have children and even though I was ultimately unprepared for them, I felt because of how things played, I'm not the one totally in control. Right. Just like I don't control the solar eclipse that's happening. Right. I can't say stop. I don't want the moon to cover the sun today. Like, no, I have no absolute no power, no power in that. Right. So. Same as when I'm born, the family we're born into or some of the things that we experience. So even with my children being totally not 100% prepared as far as how I would foresee children being born into a family. However, making the most out of the situation and still acquiring the legacy and and the things that are going to be needed so that their future and the future of their children and their children have it a lot or a little just a little bit better than I did I I see foresee it not even a little bit better I I want it laid out for them right that's my desire but even if it's not totally, totally accomplished everything, right? I've, I've laid out enough ground through all the things that I've been talking about, even on this podcast, right? Laid out enough ground where they, they know about meditation. They know about the heart, the, the the good and the and the bad sometimes that life brings they've experienced things right they've experienced uh the pandemic like everybody else they experienced death like everyone else right they they experience things and so as they experience things i'm teaching my 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 legacy i'm teaching my children you know the way that they should be they can deal with things and go through things and even now that they even that they're getting older, I'm explaining some of the things that I went through as a child, some of the things that I went through as a, a teen, some of the things that I went through as a young adult, so that they have a broader ex- perspective of 
why I might be fighting so hard for them or why I'm trying to uh, allow avoid certain things that I went through that I don't want them to ever have to experience. And that's a lot of parents should be doing that or or could be doing that. So as I'm building this legacy and I'm trying to show this ch- these children, I'm I have businesses, I have books now, right? So they they're you know life insurance we had we're covered, right? I want to continue to stay covered. That's what I have built for them just thus far, or what I am building or what I have obtained the just thus far, right? Is more than what has been laid out for me. I've surpassed my previous generations, my previous family lineage. I surpa- and it's not that I would go to surpass it, but yes, it does mean something in my immediate family being the uh, first one to to graduate from college. Yes, that does mean something. Being the first one in immediate in my immediate family to own businesses, being the first one in my immediate family to 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 be an author a a published author right be the first one like i'm breaking all these all of this first one first one first one first one yes and yes being the firstborn right so also continuing and um so as i'm i'm continually breaking being the first to do this first do this first in the family this I already know I'm going to be the first in the family to 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 break all, all those all those barriers because that's that's something that I've just been destined to do. And so for my children as they grow into adulthood as they get older and as they see they're going to be able to even trump what I've done and that's a goal. Um, that is total goals, right? I want them to do more, have more, see more. And I've seen a whole lot, (laughs) right? And I, and I'm still growing and learning. I'm, I'm in my thirties. Like I, if, you know, if God's willing, if God's willing, you know, I'm, I get another 40, 50 years plus here, right? That means I've only lived half, not even quite half of my life yet. And I've seen so much in just that small segment and half of that segment of my life, half of it, like 15 years ago, I was a teenager. So like half of my life that I spent so far has been in childhood, has been growing up. Now I get to spend this latter half of my life grown up making decisions that are going to be best for the the future generations making decisions not not so much yeah it's important for me now to make decisions today for my for my older self right for the older self my latter years but really focusing on my children's latter years I don't believe um and nothing wrong like I love my mom rest in rest in heaven rest in peace right but I know for a fact she she didn't live her life thinking of my my future she didn't live her her life thinking of building something for me and my children and my children's children so for our future, for our adulthood, or for our for a legacy, she didn't think like that. She lived every moment in the moment. Lived life as it came. Nothing's wrong with living life like that. You know, I can't judge anyone on how they live their lives. But I know how I felt as as a child. I know how I felt as a teenager. I know how the struggle had been from a teenager up until adulthood for me, not having a parent thinking about my future and thinking about the trajectory of my life 
as I'm in there and I'm part of them, of their loins, right? I know how it is growing up with that. And I know the, how the struggle has been me trying the to get through some of the things that I've been, that I've had to get through. I appreciate my strength, my val, you know, my value, my, my, uh, ambition and how I, you know, keep persevering. I appreciate that about myself. Yes. Do I take heed? Like when I hear, I see parents in their, in their adult children's life or that are, that have, you know, my peers who actually had parents who did think like that. It's so crazy how things work because a lot of times when parent when when kids have those or young adults or whatever have those type of parents that do look out for them and do care about their future and and do want to you know and actually makes an effort and 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 change it. Those, those, a lot of the times my peers that have parents like that, they don't appreciate those parents. Matter of fact, the peers don't even tend to accomplish a lot of greater, great things. They don't, they, they might do regular jobs or whatever. They don't appreciate their life or the the power that they have because they have that access to their parents the way they do. So from my perspective, I don't have that access. So I'm constantly trying, you know, fighting and not fighting. I don't want to say I'm fighting, but I'm persevering. And I don't have those parents to fall back on. Never have. And so I always depended on myself to the point where I'm dependent. Now I know it's God, right? I depend on supernatural power i depend on the the god that i that i the creator of the universe to help me align and continue the trajectory of my life to bring the legacy and the things that i see forth for my children and their children and their children because i want that justice in my life for my family lineage and the things the first to graduate from college I have dual degrees right the first to to be a published author I have more more than one book right I the the I'm not and I'm not trying to say this to brag I'm just saying I didn't have no handouts no parents buying and paying my way for nothing right I didn't have that and I didn't have all those these things set out for me, laid out for me, but I still persevered and still go above the norm, still have a story, still have a story to tell to the point where when I tell pieces of my story, it's a movie. It's a movie. I have, I had teen girls sitting in, in my um, lash studio and I'm telling them a story about me traveling on the Greyhound at 17 years old, trying to be famous, have my books, my music and everything. Went to L.A., walked into Capitol Records. No, no place to stay. Nothing. I was basically a homeless teenager trying to follow my dreams. Took all my little money out the savings. And I told them this story, told them who I, the people I encountered along the way, how I felt, how I was covered in, in in the middle of the night, sometimes walking across L.A. in the middle of the night, young 17 year old girl, anything could have happened. Right. So I'm telling this to these other young 17 year old girls. Right. And they're intrigued and they're listening and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. So when I'm telling y'all to watch this or do this, I'm looking out for y'all because I've been there. before. I've been not even there where I've been. Y'all aren't going to go because I'm in your life. I'm going to protect you from allowing you all to just make type of decisions that that you're not safeguarded. And at the same time, the, the, the thing about it is at the same time, every, every person on, on this earth, on this planet is going to have to live their life how their life is meant to be lived 
on themselves, like for themselves, right? So it doesn't matter. Like I still persevered. I still came through. Like I still, yeah, went to the great, <laughs> got got on the bus and went to LA and I'm back. You know, I'm still here. I'm still, I didn't get hurt by no means. I didn't get um, abused by any means, right? I just experienced a lot of things, right? And so I can't say that my life was so bad, right? Because I didn't have handouts. I can't say that um, they won't get through something if they just go take the journey of life on their own. Because I believe that whatever is meant to be is meant to be. And whatever happens possibly is meant to happen in our lives. And so I can't feel any type of way like about if I wasn't here to ensure and tell the stories to other youth or my own children, if I wasn't here to um, help safeguard them through some turbulent times that, or give them the opportunity to make better decisions and, and safeguard them in ways that I wasn't. And decisions that I made, I didn't have an, a chance to um, consult with an adult or even have an adult protect me in that decision. I was, circumstances arise and I had to make whatever decision I needed to make at that time. Ultimately, giving me books to write, right? Ultimately, giving me a podcast platforms to talk on. Ultimately, giving me the um, fortitude to even go forth and and know that I that people are needing in need of self help. People are in need of uh, affirmations and new beginning rituals and routines and things that help them get through this life. I only owe, like, I say the grace of God, right? That's helped me and has steered me and allowed me. I know that I am a diamond in the rough. I know that I am, I am not uh, someone who, who the things that I've experienced is not um, something that a lot of people could come out of or go even go through. So yes, I'm chosen to be here to help and to lead and to guide. And so I love the fact that there's two things that happen when teens and children hear my story. There's two things that happen. They either want to follow suit because they see how successful I am today. So they're like, oh, well, I'm going to live life like a rebel. I'm going to do what I want to do because she did what she wanted to do. And look how it turned out for her. That is not wise. <laughs> the reason I say that is not wise. Yes, do, do live your life, right? Go with the flow. Live in the journey. The reason I say that is not wise is because a lot of people don't make it out. A lot of people don't have the perseverance. A lot of people like, yeah, it's not for every. Yeah, you can't. You can't take my story and try to mimic it. I wouldn't tell anyone to try to mimic a story. They have to live their own life, right? However, when other some people hear my story, like my, when I tell the teens and they hear the story and they're like, oh yeah, I don't want to ever go through that. So what I've done is allowed them to see, hear, and they made the cognitive, intelligent choice. Like my 17-year-old, her friend, when they're listening to my story, they make a cognitive choice. Oh, yeah, we're not going to do that. I'm never going to jump in a car with a stranger. Or I, I'm not going to ever do that. I'm not going to do that. Yes, you're right. And they take heed. And they make better decisions. And those better decisions give them better results. So they're even even more safeguarded. But at the same time... They're they're getting their instructions, they're taking heed and they're getting knowledge from someone who's already gone through that road. So that's the key. Like if you have people in your life, especially if you're older than them, it's 
is key to explain some of the things that you've been through, not just tell them, no, don't do this. Telling your, and even if you're a parent telling your child, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. No, it's not about don't do, don't do, don't do, don't break that rule. It's not about that. Because if they're anything like me, if you put rules on me, I'm going to do very much so what I want to do. I'm (laughs) like, what? Yes. So it's not like that. Uh, It's really tell explaining situations in detail feelings that you felt in detail of things that you might have went through and things that you uh and, and maybe the fear or whatever you felt when you're going through those things and the struggle of how you and then the triumph of how you finally got through it right and so they they you explain those things right and then you you let them know this is why right this is why i'm telling you i don't want you to do this this and that because i experienced this this and that and when i did it it turned out like that and if you look at this person's life and then you give them examples of other people when they did that it turned out like that when they did that this happened it can be as even as my, you know, not my new, but it could be even just the general conversation of t- talking about sexual education or talking about safeguarding yourself, your body, your mind, your soul. Right. And talking about teenage pregnancies or whatever. I mean, I'm using what conversations I have with my youth to safeguard them. Right. And so um, and, and so that they can see the, the tra- trajectory of their life. And the choices that they make are are um, up to par choices. Like I, there's a word for it, but the choices basically they make make standard, not standard choices, but better choices. I, I guess the, I, I just use a simple word: better choices. They make better choices. Better choices result in a better life. Okay. Um, better choices uh, re- would, even for me, had re- would have resulted in um, accomplishing things sooner. Right. Better choices could have safeguarded me in different areas of my life. Right. But at the same time, I'm very appreciative of everything that I've went through and because it has allowed me to be who I am today at the same time, right? So I can't look back on my life and regret or feel envious or feel jealous of anyone who seems to have had better parents in their life or better this or better that or comparing myself based on what somebody has materialistically even, because there are some things that people may have materialistically, but they don't have that mental peace. They don't have the, my heart con- construct, right? So to me, it's not more valuable. <laughs> Just their possessions doesn't make them more valuable. I, I can't associate value to possessions that could be gone in an instant with a fire. (laughs) I can't put a lot of value on material that is made by somebody else outside of God. So yeah, um, that's one thing you may want to evaluate about even just yourself. Like, is your value associated to your experience? And things you went through in your heart space and your mental capacity or is your value associated to uh, the cost of something in a store the possessions of your material gains if that is the case you may want to evaluate some things you may want to look at your life because it's so much more than the material gains right it's so much deeper the and and value is so much greater than uh the possessions 
So, um, just take a look. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that that is something that people need to take heed to. I hope that I've been able to help you in that way in, 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 in this, um, today in this segment, even and whenever time you're listening to this, um, as far as any financial, uh, tips that I can give you, it really doesn't change. It really doesn't change. Um, continue to, uh, and learn uh, learn a craft that's going to, or a skill set, or of course, promote your own skill sets, whether it's cooking, cleaning, right? Any of those things. If, if you are a good driver, right? Come up with a transportation service. There's a lot of elderly that would love someone to be able to go to the grocery store for them, uh, go take care of errands for them, or take them to the doctor's appointments there are the, you know what i'm saying like and yeah the 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 government if you're you know licensed the right way the government will pay you for those things if you know or you know even if you're not and the government doesn't pay you know there are some there's some old money out here and the people are willing to pay for the convenience of that type of help and even more so do it for free because I believe what you do in the dark, what you do, you're, you're giving and you're doing things, then you're going to be, uh, your life, the trajectory of your life, like what you're putting out there in the atmosphere is being helpful, being generous, going above and beyond. So things are going to happen in your life that's going to attract people going above and beyond for you, being generous to you. And I believe that's how a, a cycle of giving and receiving and reaping and sowing works. So, um, you know, so there's different ways of going about things, but, uh, as far as the financial, again, um, I would say continue to shoot for multiple streams of income, uh, different ways of making your money work for you without you having to do anything. So if you have something, t-shirts, whatever to sell, um, preferably online, right? Uh, invest in Shopify. I know that's one, uh, an upcoming, I mean, that stock is high, or at least it was last time I saw it. And also, you know, the boom in that, like all of a sudden now there's a platform where you can have an online store and it's basically almost set up for you and you just make, you just list your product. Etsy. It's the same way, you know, you have something you could sell, something you want to make up, some lotions, candle, wax, uh, um, different things like that. I've met a lot of, and and it actually makes me want to reach out and just spend some time with some of the elderly women that I know before they do pass away. Um, My grandmother, uh, actually my my grandmother, um, my mom's mom, um, and my stepdad's mom are still living and they are very talented. Now, yes, they're, they're basically in their seventies, right? Um, the women that are 70 and older that are still in good, decent health and still able to hold conversations and, and teach. I like taking heed. My grand, my, uh, stepdad's mom she is an awesome candle maker. She is an awesome, um, they, honey, they, they had a honey farm. So she is awesome at being able to make things like that. And as she gets older, it dwindles down even how she remembers how to do things. So if you're they're able to pass those, those nuggets down to us, those are valuable, very big money makers. Cause that's how they sustain back set, you know, 50 years ago, sustain their lives by building, making their own canning and different things, right? Making, making their own. My, my grandma, my mom's mom, she knows how to make clothes and she quilts and crochets and makes dolls and all kind of brilliant, brilliant money making things. They don't, they never really made money off doing these things. They just did these things for their home. They just did these things out of pleasure. They, you know, had these farms and, and all these things that are super valuable today that a lot of us 
my generation and even younger will not ever know how to do because we didn't learn from them. We didn't go to them. We didn't stay connected to them. And so at when I get to my age where I'm really trying to appreciate those things and trying to make those skill sets, uh, trying to learn those skill sets, I ha- I'm been like, oh, I'm running out of time because all the, these my grandmothers they're they're old they're getting older to the, they're you know they're passing away so everything that they they've learned I want to I want to grasp I want to understand before they leave so that I can pass it down or have something of value that I believe that's of value because it's a skill set that can make money or that can help my family so um those things <laughs> like yeah so if you're interested in that, like those are just different thing, ways to to improve and, and invest in finance as, as far as financially to me, um, learning those things that um, we might take for granted, you know. So uh, other than that, continue to invest in um, your your savings and t- continue to uh one of the things that I actually probably have not mentioned that you all need to probably invest in stocks and bonds okay definitely get you some savings bonds um I had some that probably worth oof, if I didn't cash them out 10 years ago oh my gosh right am I beating myself up for it nah not really because I was I was in my early 20s so, yeah, I mean, I would have had to, for me, I feel like for, in an instance of having, for, and I'll say this real quick, for an instance of having savings bonds or things like that, it would have helped tremendously with my mindset to have had a parent with even with that mindset or even greater mindset. Because then when I are when I need to fix my car, like now I, I just had the savings, but before I didn't really have a, a substantial savings. I wasn't given that when I left high school. So I was working a regular job or working a couple of jobs just to make, you know, check by check. Now I decided to invest in savings bonds because I still happen to have some decent career government positions throughout life that helped me financially make sound financial investments and choices, right? So when I invested in savings bonds, but then my car breaks down or whatever, and I don't have a good savings, I have, I'm having to go into my safety deposit box and you all should have one that keeps your important stuff in it, whether it's savings bonds, uh, passports, whatever, very important to you, diamonds, jewels, whatever, keep it in the saving deposit box at a bank, um, they're like $50 a, a month or a year or something like that. I haven't had a safety deposit box since I closed my last one. But I ended up having taken those savings bonds after like having them for a couple of years. And they and they matured so good. Oh my gosh. They And that's how I know that if I would have just left them still. But because I needed some things fixed, right, done, I had to go and, and I felt like I had to cash them out. Yes, I cashed them out over time. And they helped me get through periods of time where money was funny for me. But I was young and I was in my 20s, early 20s. Now, if I would have had a parent that was financially savvy and, and when I went on to, to have savings bonds and things like that, when I needed little help to fix cars and stuff, then that parent possibly would have been the one fixing that car, or helping me fix whatever I needed to fix fronting me money, giving me money, right? To where I wouldn't have to depend on my own savings or savings bonds and long-term investments that I were that I was making a long time ago in my early 20s, I could have left alone so that later now, I I mean I'm I'm good now but even better position, right? So um those are things that, I mean, it is not too late. It's not too late. So if, if you um, have access and you're able to buy, buy uh, savings bonds, look into mutual funds, do all those things, right? And continue to save for the future. And if the same, and if you feel like you're too old to have all that stuff and that the maturity is not going to be to your best advantage, if you have children or, if you, or things like that, then do it for them. Because I would have loved to have 
to have turned 18 and for my graduation for college get this huge you know savings or whatever that my my parents had been storing for my future right so yeah so I hope that I've helped you in some way financially think about things financially just look at you know how your life is going look at those that are connected to you and you know um yeah and as always thank you for being consistent uh thank you for staying tuned in to thoughts of black girl a lot of great things are happening in the community a lot of great things are happening with this organization so um stay connected and if you want to find out ways that you can be a part of this organization if you want to donate or or just you know find out what we're doing you can always do so going to www.thoughtsofblackgirl.com or you can send me an email inquiry ask anything you would like at t-o-a-b-g-i-n-c at gmail.com uh thoughts of black girl is on all uh, most all social media platforms and as well as here on your uh podcast platforms too so if you're interested and if you want if you have cash app and you're wanting to um you know there is thoughts of a black girl through zale but i don't know (laughs) you know like that's like a little personal you know but uh if you are interested i believe you can still zale through uh t-o-a-b-g-i-n-c at gmail i believe that you could if you have that particular access and you want to donate to the cause feel free. Otherwise there's cash app and there's money sign thoughts of a black girl. So there's different ways to, uh, to be involved. This is a 501 C. So you can write off your monetary donations or whatever you donate to, to this organization, you can uh, receive back uh, tax credits on that. So just in case that you're interested in wanting to know more on that way. So thank you again for listening. I hope that I have helped you in so many ways. And um, until next time, God bless you and peace be with you.